Welcome to a new episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your favorite comedian, Brandon Jordan. And uh, we back, man. Uh, Ron. What's the deal? How you been, man? Hey, you know, I've been living, brother. I've been good, you know. We all been... Uh, taking to ourselves and getting ourselves together. Uh, me, myself, it's been no different. Been getting my life together, enjoying life, having uh, paradigm shifts and per- perspective changes every other day. You know, it's been cool, though. And yeah. I'm going to redo that. And y'all know I got your favorite boy with me on the show, Ron Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I thank you for uh, having me introduce myself and all that stuff. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'm here. I'm queer. Get over it. All right, man. Um, before we uh, introduce our, our guest uh, today, um, just real quick. Uh, this weekend, uh, I will be in San Diego, the Madhouse Comedy Club, four shows, two Friday, uh, 7 and 10, and two Saturday, 7 and 10. So, uh, for any of the San Diego people that listen to the podcast, come on out and, uh, you know, have a good time with your boy. What you got going on this weekend? Me? Uh, you can catch me in the metaverse. Yeah, I'll be doing a uh, metaverse comedy show. Uh, one of the first of its kind. So, that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, on uh, Crack 'em Up. So, you look up Crack 'em Up Metaverse Comedy. And uh, there, there I'll be in your Oculus binoculars or whatever those things are called. Okay. So I know uh, y'all see on camera, uh, we got somebody today. This is uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, she is one of the most uh, popular people on Instagram right now, posting across this country. Oh, wow. At stadiums, eating all the good food. <laughs> Just be. Uh, having me just looking like a fat kid on Instagram when I see her videos, just seeing just just eating some of the most delicious food that you can be able to see, and I don't get it too. And she and she's look she's a, she's about this big, <laughs> about this big, and just eating all the delicious food, no matter what it is, all of it. But welcome to the podcast, Jackie. Well, no, we're going to do it like, welcome to the podcast, Jackie Grubb. Hey, thank there you for is. having me. What an introduction, my goodness. <laughs> you, I swear, I, I swear, I, well, look, when I wake up in the morning and I just, and I scroll, I roll over <laughs> to pick up the phone, I swear, first first thing I look at it be ass and titties. The next thing, <laughs> mm-hmm, it'd be memes of uh, Zeke on power, looking stupid. Mm-hmm. And then I come down and be jacking these nachos, <laughs> just slithering with sauce, just dripping down. And I'm just looking like, I don't want no nutritious breakfast right now. I just want some 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 good-ass tacos or something right now. I promise you, I think I lose a lot of followers just because there's so much temptation that's on my page. <laughs> I feel really bad. Sometimes I feel guilty. I'm like... Do I really want to post this luxurious cake at 10 a.m. in the morning? I know someone's going to see this and just hate me for it. But you know what? I'm doing the Lord's work, you know? Uh, doing the Lord's work. Someone's got to do it. I, I appreciate it. I just found you. All right. Let's see here. What do we got? Oh, all right. Yeah, that's uh, me and my sister making banana bread. Oh, okay. Um, that's some delicious tacos that you can find downtown. Those are called tacos um, Ibidia. Yeah. Um, really delicious. I've had those. Have you? They're so good. You don't? Yeah. Got some octopus there. I'm telling you. See, this, and this is what I really appreciate because what a lot of people know out here in L.A. is very uh, vegan and health conscious out here. Yeah, that's true. But Jackie, she caters to the non-vegan and health-conscious people. Listen, I'm from Texas. You know, I'm from the South. We don't, you know, we like that heavy food, that comfort food, mac and cheese, barbecue. The more sugar, the better. The more butter, the better. Look, I remember the first time I came to LA, right? And we went to to Jack in the Box. That's when we went to stop the Jack in the Box. Because I was... 
Just for the fact that I was like, man, I want to go to Jack in the Box. I ain't never been before. Hmm. And we went there. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. You've never been to Jack in the Box before? Until the first time I moved, because I'm from Detroit. We ain't got Jack in the Box. Y'all don't have Jack in the Box? No. Wait, what? No, we ain't got Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box, that's not. That's all in like every state, I thought. No. No. Heavens, no. No. And so. Wow. And so we went, and I was like, they was like, what you want? I said, I want some, I want some of that uh, sweet tea. Well, we ain't got sweet tea. We got unsweetened tea. The hell is unsweetened tea? <laughs> <laughs> That's some dirty water. There you go. Facts. Facts. Yeah. I don't want that. And they was like, they was like we, we can get you some sugar packets. I don't need the whole <laughs> container. <laughs> and I'm like, this shit tastes good. Yeah. But no, nah, yeah, Jack and Box ain't everywhere. Dang, I didn't know that. Man, y'all were deprived. I mean, I guess the Jack in the Box, they jack of all trades. Them niggas sell tacos, egg rolls, burritos, hamburgers. It's like, all right, we, we, we have Taco Bell, and we have Panda Express, yeah. and we have McDonald's. Put that together as Jack in the Box. Yeah. So we got it all separately. <laughs> what is the go-to place, though, for you guys in Detroit? Like, the go-to fast food place? White Castle. I don't know. Well, that's not everywhere either. I, I don't huh? No, it's not. But I don't. I don't think that's the go-to. We, the only reason I say it's the go-to is because remember, we got something that everybody else don't have, which is Coney Island. That's you the go-to. That, you can say that's the go-to, but if you want to go strictly just fast food, I would have to say White Castles because remember, White Castles is the cheapest and it's twenty-four hours. So we are. So White Castles is always the go-to spot. I mean, I, I guess sure if you say so. I mean. I don't think there is a go-to spot. I I could I would say White Castle would be our Jack in the Box in the sense that people enjoy it and it's not everywhere. Yeah. But if like let's say we had a party and somebody like hey go uh, pick some something, something up to eat real quick. I don't know that it's gonna be coming. Uh, yeah, it's, but it's and if it wasn't that, I don't I'm know saying, it would be. I'm saying strictly just fast food. I guess White Castle would be the spot because like I said, it's 24 hours and it's the cheapest. You get autumn burgers. You get you get a case. He he already needs to go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you might have you might have an argument there, brother. I don't know. I don't think I ever thought about that. You'll get you'll get a case of thirty-two hamburgers for for twelve dollars. You know what I mean? So that's why I think that's why I I would say White Castle. White Castle is Miss Miss Jackie coming from uh, Texas, and then uh, coming here to LA. Have you noticed that your cuisine changed? Like for me, I've noticed that like they're pretty much what LA is known not known for, but what they have a lot of is tacos, sushi, ramen, and pizza, and that that's it. That, that's <laughs> LA cuisine. Now you can dress it up however you want. You can put some avocado on this. You can sprinkle some bacon on this, but it all boils down to tacos, ramen, pizza, and sushi. I mean, that's a good point. I think, you know, I think Los Angeles is a melting pot, so there are a lot of different types of food you can get here. But to your point, those are kind of like the main categories that we highlight in Los Angeles. I just recently was in Texas not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, and I forgot, well, I didn't forget, but how incredible Texas food is. Like, I went to a Cajun spot, and I was like, damn, you cannot get this anywhere in Los Angeles. Like, I'm talking about, like, Really good seafood, really seasoned, spiced rice with sauce, like which is that extra, you know, little flavor on it. Like you can't get that anywhere out here yeah. unless somebody literally lived in Texas and they opened up their own shop out here, which is few and far between. You know what I mean? And it's hard to do. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen uh, a huge difference. You know, like there's no, you can't compare Southern food. So like LA food, you know. I forgot what Southern food was like <laughs> until I went down uh, some street and, and I crossed into Blacktown, mm -hmm. and there was some soul food restaurant, and right. I was like, uh, and I went in there just to see what they got, and I was like, oh yeah, pork chops! I forgot <laughs> pork chops existed. Yeah. It's like, would you like them smothered? I was like, oh my god, <laughs> smothered, smothered. <laughs> Whatever do you mean by that? Right, so, right. Because, yeah, everywhere I go, everything you eat is just all light and fluffy. Yeah. And, you know, that's wonderful. But I truly just forgot about ham hocks. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I forgot you could like. There's a lot of things I know you can make, but sometimes you get tired of that. But the the idea that I could go somewhere and get a fucking catfish dinner mm-hmm. with yams and greens and macaroni and all that stuff. That's not everywhere. No, it's not. And there are little pockets. And I mean, depending on where you live in Los Angeles, you might have to drive far to find those places, you know? So, yeah. Now, yeah. I'll tell you this. I lived in Texas for two years. Oh, you did? What part? Dallas. Oh, okay. Arlington. Okay. The DFW, you know, I lived in Arlington. I lived literally, I could walk from my apartment to the Cowboy Stadium. Oh. That's how close I was. And, um, I tell you this, before I moved there, I did not want to go. Mm-hmm. I, it, I literally, if I was forced to, to move there, and I was like, I don't want to move to Texas, this and this. I ended up moving there, and I can't wait to move back. <laughs> I miss Texas. Yeah. But what I'm about to say Uh-oh. is going to be like um, a going against almost every Texas person that, that leaves. What a burger. It's so overrated to me. <laughs> I know Texas people love them some Whataburger. I mean, listen, Whataburger is Whataburger. You can't come for Whataburger when there's a Texan in the room. But is there Whataburger here? No. no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, but I am. I do pick In and Out over Whataburger. I have one bigger than that. What's it, nigga? Burgers. Period is overrated. <laughs> just ground beef on bread, and you know, I mean, how much can you do to ground beef? You know, it is what it is. It's a. It's a oh, you sound like you never had a good burger. I was about to say, I was like, I don't when, know, like burgers have surpassed time. You know, burgers have been around for years, and it's because they are special and they are so delicious. They're, they're not overrated. There's only the, the thing is, it's only one ingredient that's different. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There's only one ingredient that's different between this burger and that burger, and that's that's the fucking patty. Lettuce is lettuce, tomatoes is tomatoes, mayo is mayo, all that other stuff is like, oh, our burgers is no, no, it's not, nigga. Just get these stinking ass burgers overrated. Period. I need to book us a flight to go to Memphis and go to this spot called Cookie Canook. Ooh, I don't know if this burger will change your life. Burgers are just too much for me, really. I don't know why. There's too much to they, eat. They, uh, they known for their oversized burgers. See, there you go. They have a kind where it's, I forgot how big, it's like a 10-pound burger or something like that. Oh, wow. Where if you can, if you, it's like, uh, the burger costs like $100 or something like that. And if you eat the whole burger within like a certain time frame, buy yourself whatever, you ain't got to pay, it's free. You know what I'm saying? But it's like a contest and everything they have for it. But I will never do that shit. Yeah, do they, do they pay for your fucking cholesterol bills afterwards? <laughs> you get the burger for free and you get the fucking lost foot for free. But that was my spot when I lived in Memphis. I love that burger. I love that this whole conversation is surrounded around food. I didn't even know we were going to be talking about it. And like the fact that we're just passionately talking about food right now makes me really happy. Yeah, I do. I do food. I've I've done a uh, food show before. I did a few food shows. Now really? I think about yeah. It. Yeah. 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 I'm no. I'm no chef. I'm just a motherfucker that cook. And I just learned this. This is fucking crazy. The ingredients or the groceries from Ralph's uh, are different from the ones at Whole Foods. Who knew? I thought a lobster tail was a lobster tail. I didn't. I was just going to Walmart and Ralph's and I was just getting seafood and and steaks in it. I was wondering like, man, am I just not good? Because this don't come out the way that I feel like it's supposed to. And then one day I went to Whole Foods just because it was closer. And of course, oh my God, it was, (laughs) it was like, oh, so this is what a lobster tail tastes like. Oh no. Why did anybody ever tell you? I don't know. People, (laughs) niggas just in there watching me get them $4 lobster tails. I was like, they cheap, but Uh some ain't right. And I never knew what it was. I got two lobster tails from Whole Foods. I was like, I should open up a food truck. Because <laughs> this is jamming on the one. And imagine practicing all these like wonderful recipes 
with shitty uh, ingredients yeah. and it never come out right and you just think you bad and then one day <laughs> you get the right ingredients but you you you're doing it the same way you're doing the shitty ingredients and then you surprise yourself like oh what are you different this time <laughs> I, i'm fucking wolfgang in this bitch I ate the stuff. I was like, wait a minute. I fuck comedy. I'm about to open up a restaurant. Oh, man. Yeah, so Whole Foods. That's that's the that's my place now. And then eventually, I'll find some other stuff. I'll be buying shit off the boats and at the farms. And hey, when, when the last time you cooked for a woman? A couple, a couple days ago. Okay. Yeah, we had, uh, we had sautéed chard and... Uh, uh, surf and turf. We had lobster and steak and some uh, smashed golden Yukon potatoes and uh, washed it down with a little bit of Remy Martin cognac. Whoa, you yeah. fancy over here! Fine champagne. Hey, look at okay. you! Yeah. Where did you make this meal at? I made it in a kitchen. Where you make your meals at? <laughs> what are you talking about? On the back of a truck? <laughs> Yeah, man, it was uh, it's very tasty, very good. Cause uh, I, you know, I've, I watched this guy on YouTube, Google Foods, and he's got two channels, Google probably more, but Google Foods and then sous vide everything, and he makes steaks all the time. And I had been practicing this steak method for some time, but it, I just could never get it right. Like by the time I had put the sear on the steak, it was well done. It was like. Well, I'm doing it the same time. I'm basting it with butter the right way. What the fuck going on? The steaks was too thin. Mm. Because Ralph's and Kroger <laughs> only sell a certain thickness of steak. So it, if you get a little thin steak, by the time you... It's, it's jerky after that. You got to get a big, thick steak with a cast iron skillet. And then it got time... To develop that crust and not be burnt all the way through. And I did that. And I threw, because at this point I'm fed up with cooking, you know, because of all my Ralph ingredients. So I got the whole food stuff and I'm just cooking it. I'm all fed up. I plated. I tossed the plate to me and the girl like we both dogs. We get to eat. And we're like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> we both was shocked. Like, who cooked this? Now, we <laughs> both just saw us and saw me cooking. But it was uh, it was tasty, oh, yeah. Oh. So you know, only go to Ralph's for paper towel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe some spices, maybe maybe some spices, but never any of the like poultry. And well, the cooked chicken, I will say this: I enjoy Ralph's hot chicken, and not hot and spice, but the the in the hot food. Oh, the rotisserie section. chicken. The fried chicken as well. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. I think their fried chicken is better than Popeye's, but a lot of people, you know, think I'm crazy. It's cool, but, I mean, you just disrespectful Popeye's. Popeye's is, is, is just, just fine. You just a, a disrespectful Popeye's is just, Popeye's is just fine chicken. That's that's what Popeye's is. <laughs> I don't know. Fine chicken. I don't know what what rats you call the Popeyes in your lifetime? No, hey, watch this. I'll go. I'll go this far. Popeyes is good chicken. It ain't fucking God's <laughs> chicken. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like. It's not like, and I ain't even saying KFC's chicken is is the chicken of of the heavens. But KFC, it to me got more flavor. Now one could not like that flavor, but. KFC definitely has more flavor. Like, okay, KFC got, what, 13 herbs and spices? Fucking Popeye's got three. <laughs> Salt, pepper, cayenne pepper. Yeah, where did you get this knowledge from? That, that's what they got. What, what, what else? When they, love that chicken from Popeye's. What do they always have? They got a fucking red pepper there. Them niggas use salt, pepper, and, and, and red pepper. That's it. That's it. That that's Popeye's flavor. Now yeah. churches, them niggas use grease and flour. <laughs> <laughs> that's their ingredients. Hey, oh, what's, so, hey, what's so funny is growing up, I, growing up, I, you, you would have asked me growing up, man, I'm not the best shit in churches. And the only reason I would say that is because that's all we had. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was only it was we had no Popeyes. We yeah. KFC was like a treat. You know what I'm saying? Once in a while. But it was churches. That was right down the street. Man, I got a piece of chicken from churches. 
not too long about maybe seven months ago. To this day, I can't tell you what part of the chicken that was. It was a, it was a, it was a breast shaped thing, but it had white and dark meat on it. So I'm, I don't know what it, I think. I swear, the last time I had, I had churches. I had, I had churches. I got a wing. And I was like, this looked like a wing with a tumor on top. You know what? Yeah. I, I think, I think this, I think the way they cut their chickens up at churches is they feed them firecrackers, let it explode, and then they just like, just take the pieces, dog. Whatever pieces come. Cause I had some rib and back meat. On, I think they cut the chicken like a watermelon, like down the middle, like an apple, and was just like it was a, a donut, a chicken donut. I had breast, side, and back meat on a piece of chicken, for, and it was big as fuck, the size of a turkey. Where do they get these chickens from? But hey, shout out to churches, you know. Churches, they so motherfucking tripe. These niggas don't even make hot sauce. They just give you a full pepper, nigga. Like, make your own sauce with your spit, nigga. Bite the chicken, bite the jalapenos. Like, y'all think they got no hot sauce? Pepper sauce? Take the pepper, nigga. We sell peppers and corn. Whole, whole corn? Yes, nigga. Whole Y'all got a cup of corn? No. <laughs> Take this cob. <laughs> but great. That's wonderful that you got into food and all that stuff. You know? Now we've elevated from churches and Popeyes. Yeah. And now we eating octopus and <laughs> beer uh, uh, tacos and all that good stuff. And, and yeah, that's wonderful. Hosting, how did you get into that? I'm sure Brandon knows already, but me and the listeners would. Oh, we'd love to know. Uh, yeah, so I um, I moved to L.A. initially because I wanted to do entertainment news. <clears throat> so I moved out here and I did a lot of like celebrity stuff first. And then after about five years of doing celebrity news, um, I realized it was eating away at my soul. <laughs> you know, talking about celebrities wasn't what it was um, cracked out to be. Exactly. You know what's crazy? Because uh, before I moved out here, I thought I was like, man, I really like talking to people and I like interviewing people and I want to meet people and have them open up and feel connected, yada, yada, yada. And then I moved out here and I realized that, you know, Hollywood is very kind of opposite. It's all about, you know, what is a good headline and not all companies obviously but the companies that i landed in where it was very like gossip driven news um but you know i i did it and i i uh it was fun you know i did like a lot of red carpets and interviewed a lot of people but there was the aspect of it like writing stories and talking about stories for a while where i woke up one day and i was like after a while, you're 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 doing these stories, and you don't necessarily think of these people like real people. You think of it almost as like fictional characters. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds horrible, but when you do it for so long, you don't really put a soul to the person. It's just like a name and a story that you're mm-hmm. kind of re- repeating and saying out loud. And um, at the time, I was dating somebody that was training. Um, he was a personal trainer. And he was training Ariana Grande and he would come back and he would talk about her like that was his friend. And the next day I came into work and I had a story at the time she was dating or potentially was going to be dating, I think Pete Davidson at the time. And it was like seven reasons why Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson make the perfect couple. And I was supposed to write that story. And I remember I was at the computer. I'm like, I can't. I couldn't get my fingers to start typing. I was like, this is the most ridiculous story I've ever heard of in my entire life. And it's so weird to talk about her like that. Anyway, I just like kind of rambled. But uh, yeah. I, I remember that time. I was I was around. Yeah. I remember when Ariana Grande came to uh, the comedy store with Pete Davidson. And uh, and the news was like she had just broke up with Mac Miller or something. Mm-hmm. Or Pete Davidson was a homewrecker. And it was an odd time. And I knew exactly what you're talking about as far as just like it going from it being real people or not being real people to, you know, either either direction it goes. It is a it is a very weird thing, especially coming from Detroit being a comedian to where 
in Detroit, you know, you could say whatever. You'd be like, this while Ariana Grande ain't shit. And that's just funny in Detroit. And then you come here and she's possibly in the audience. Or, <laughs> or like you said, her yeah. trainer is like, you know, a person I know. And, right. and when you're not in Hollywood or not in the industry, they, they are just characters. Yeah. And then you come to a place like this, and you're like, oh, these are human beings. Right. And that, that can be a very freaky uh, thing to come to grips with or a realization of. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, go ahead. No, yeah, so I, I think that was just kind of my come-to moment of, like, I don't want to talk about people anymore, and it's not very fulfilling. There's obviously a lot of entertainment jobs that you can do where that's not the case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I like travel. I like food. And so, yeah, I just started kind of creating my own content on my own social media, and things just kind of happened organically. started working with other shows and been really fortunate and... Grateful, and I really love the job outside of talking crap about celebrities, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. What's the most fun or the most memorable thing you can think of in this newfound uh, uh, career path? The thing or the place that you went that you had the most fun, or the meal that you had that was like the most wonderful, <laughs> delicious that you can think of? Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um. I mean, I honestly have to say, I when it comes to food, I've enjoyed every moment that I do it because normally I like to reach out to you know restaurants where I meet like the chefs and people that are opening the restaurant. I get to know about their backgrounds and why they're so passionate about food. And I think food is the one thing that honestly brings us all together, no matter what background you're from. So I think that's why I wanted to get into food in the first place because you just learn so much about somebody through food. Their history, like their background, how they grew up, where they're from, all of that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the most exciting project that I really like, because I, I do love sports, is the new series I'm working on that's called Stadium Eats. That has just been so fucking cool. Excuse my language. But, um, I, yeah. Um, but uh, I, it's, it's a really cool concept. I mean, we went to um, Kansas City, and I covered the Chiefs game, and that stadium is... It, I mean, it's been dubbed, like, the loudest stadium in um, the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And I've never experienced a football game like that. Mm-hmm. And so on top of that, just, like, the atmosphere, the fans, the food, I saw it was really fun and cool. And, um, yeah, that's exciting. But Oh, so let me ask you this. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so tailgating experience. Mm-hmm. If you just, tell, just tailgating. Who would you pick then? The Chiefs? Or your Cowboys? <laughs> well, listen, I I can't. I'm not one to really say because I've ne- I've only been to one um, Dallas Cowboys game in Dallas. One. Okay. So I and I didn't even experience the tailgating there. So I can't say. And I you know I went to the Chiefs, and they're also dubbed like the best tailgate in the NFL as well. You know, mm-hmm. I have nothing to compare it to because I haven't been. You know, but like Chief fans are they're nuts. I, I mean, <laughs> cowboy fans are just as crazy. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I've never been. I, I, I hope that one day I can go. So I can't really, I can't say that. With, like, facts, you know? But I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the tailgate uh, in Dallas is pretty, have you ever been? You lived right there. So I lived right there, but with, I never went tailgating, though. But did it look crazy? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Listen, tailgating usually, usually gets started most, most of the stadiums about I say about eight nine, you know, when people start getting together. Mm-hmm. Cowboy fans, it'd be four a.m. They mm-hmm. get out there. Okay. So we gonna win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's week two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's week two. Right. You know, the cowboy fans. I, cowboy fans will listen. They will find a reason to celebrate, even if there's no reason. Cowboys can be old and ten. If they win that 11th game, they're going to tear some shit down. Seriously. That's what I hear. I'm not a football guy, but uh, I hear that Cowboy fans are uh, uh, very passionate. <laughs> that's what I've heard. I don't, I don't know. I've never even been tailgating. I don't know what it is. I thought that's when you open the back of your truck and like drink sodas and, and eat chips and shit. I mean, that's... Partially it, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, there say, you go. Now, I'm going to say this, and this did hurt my soul. 
when I went. But food wise, the two worst stadiums. I've been to a few stadiums. I ain't been to all, but I've been to a few. The two worst stadiums I've been to when it came to food was one sofa. Oh yeah, I heard bad reviews about that. I was highly disappointed. This is a brand new stadium, though, right? What's the excuse? That was the worst pizza I ever had in my life. Well, you know what's so funny? So the the I guess it wasn't that good, huh? John and Vinny, um, they're the people that they hired on to kind of, um, sorry, streamline the, the food at the stadium. And John and Vinny have their restaurant here in Los Angeles that's wildly popular. I don't know if you guys know who they are. Some no, we're not that fucking fake. You said them on first name. You know, John and Vinny, the people who run the entire fucking football. So no, no, I don't know them. I know Ronald McDonald and Dave Thomas. Wait, no, it's not wrong. I'm sorry. But no, John and Vinny, they have their own restaurant here in LA and it's really popular. They have some of the best pasta and some of the best pizza. So they hired them on, um, SoFi hired them on to kind of, um, what, what do you call it? Facilitating the food, coming up with like the menu items and everything. So when I heard that like the pizza was bad, the meatballs were bad, I'm like, oh, who's dropping the ball here? Because their restaurant's incredible. Like, it, to have that them hire you on to do that and you not do a good job, like that's what, what happened. I'm, like, I'm paying $20 for this pizza. It's, yeah, I no, mean, unacceptable. I, mean, I literally took two bites and I said, their entire uh, selection, from when I saw it, it felt very fire festival esque. <laughs> it was like, you know, I mean, seriously, it, was, it, it it seemed like, damn, we ran out of money and time, and we only got like a hundred thousand dollars left to curate the menus for this entire stadium. Because th there was chips and cheese. I was like, what the fuck? Is oh, all right, I mean, but see, I ain't been to a lot of football games. Matter of fact, that's the only football game I haven't been to in you know, 20 years. Oh, no. So I'm like, maybe this just what it is. Chips and cheese. There was chips and cheese no. and pretzels and white claws. I was like, this don't seem right. Hey, the Lions got a better menu than did so far. Yeah, so you know, it was uh, it it seemed like Ja Rule was supposed to be uh, running around there, was not not good. But I feel like L.A. I mean, Los Angeles needs to kind of do it up big, right? Just because our city is so glamorized, so you would think that if we're gonna have a stadium, we're gonna have people constantly from all over the world and all over our country come and visit that stadium. You think that they would come with something a little? But, but also too, I feel like that's the reason why. It might not be because they like, well, whatever we put out there, people gonna buy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big people gonna buy. But at the same time, I will give them because this is the first year that they right. have fans. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they they gonna take the feedback that they probably been hearing and getting bad reviews and change it for next season. Yeah. I give them that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Maybe they, they can tweak. Because it. it's not like there was no restaurants we went to. No. I didn't see no restaurant. It was more so just like Stands. yeah. It was, it was like going to a carnival. But also what I didn't like was is that like I just wanted something simple. After the pizza, I was like, you know what, I just get some french fries. I literally walked around 15 minutes. Dang. And it was like, I went to the stands. No, nah, we don't have them. You got to go down this way. You know? And I'm like, I can't find no fries. Mm -hmm. uh, and then don't ask somebody that worked there. I asked my, <laughs> remember I asked my man, I was looking for the 50-50, right? Dude walking down, had a shirt on. That said he worked there, this and this. And I asked him, I said, hey man, where'd 50 50 at? He was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that. He was like, he said, man, this is my first day. Oh. And I was like, all right. So I think he's going to get on his radio or like, you know what? This is my first, but let me try to find out. He just said, this is my first day, man. Turned around, kept on walking. And I said, shit, I guess I'll figure it out my damn self. Yeah, you ain't got no option after that. <laughs> You, you can't even ask for the manager. It's his first day. He probably didn't meet the manager yet. But, uh, but yeah, so far, and then I was highly disappointed for my for my boys, my Minnesota Vikings. Mm. I was disappointed too. You know, with they with they selection. Mm. Yeah, I was highly disappointed. They, the food selection wasn't wasn't the greatest there. Either. Well, I mean, I guess you're but, supposed to go there for the game anyway. So, you know. But like I said, I've been to some stadiums where the food was fire. Right. Like Atlanta. Um, who else? Um, 
been to Atlanta Stadium. I've been to, I'm trying to think, because it's been a while since I've been to other football stadiums. I've been to like Detroit, like I said, it was fire. Um, who else? Uh, Atlanta is, oh, the Titans. They, they were fire. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Um, trying to think off the top of my head. So I've been to a few stadiums. Trying to think. You've been to all these different places strictly for the football games? Yeah, for the football game. That's wow. incredible. Yeah. For the football game. I'll, but that's what I was saying. You were saying, oh, you know, maybe people just want to go for the game. But I, I think it is, it's really the experience, the whole entire thing. You want to be able to have, like, and don't get me wrong, it's always good to have that, like, classic hot dog and popcorn and nachos, right? Mm-hmm. That's, like, very nostalgic when you go to um, any sporting event. But at the same time, you want those good food items you're there all day you know so you want that like hearty good meal and it sucks that the food's kind of trash and you're spending a lot of money on it too like like i mean like after i left so far i was like damn because in um what's the name because in dallas after uh the the mavericks play they got 7-eleven inside their stadium and so after i left so far i said damn that's seven dollar slurpee uh, <laughs> Downer don't sound too bad right about that. That's funny. I, if I open up a stadium, all I'm going to have is peanuts and cracker jacks. <laughs> and you can't get mad because it's like, hey, you at the ball game, man. Yeah. yeah. Peanuts and cracker jacks. I haven't had cracker jacks out in years. You got to go out to the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. So, uh, in your travels, all right. So, what place outside of this new project that you're on, what place has been your most favorite to travel to? Just in general? What place can you think of where you're just like, man, I had a ball. I'll give you an example. I went to Panama. Boy, that was a ball. <laughs> Prostitution's legal there. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a blast. Now you go. <laughs> Your reasons don't have to be like mine, but you know. <laughs> um, honestly, I think one of my favorite places that I've um, traveled to was Italy. Um, mainly because, again, I, I mean, I hate... We really need to get off the food topic. Cause uh-huh. we, we've talked about food this whole entire time, but yeah. I really enjoyed it because the food. Like, Italian food is some of my best food ever. But aside from that, I actually drove from Switzerland to Italy and it was one of the most um, beautiful scenic drives I've ever made. I know that's a really lame answer, but no. Who did you go with? At the time, my husband. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh damn, you grown. <laughs> Maybe you don't have to be. Y'all forget how old I am when people be saying husband. I'm like, oh my god, what is you sixty? It's like, no, you can definitely get married younger than that. Yeah. No. So was that your first time going out the country? Uh no. When was your first time going out the country? My first time going out the country, I went to Europe. I went to Barcelona. Yeah. And you went with him or you went I went with my friend. You went with your friend? My friend, Renisha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know Renisha. Yeah, you know Renisha. Yeah, it was really incredible. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was my first time leaving the country. And... Uh, very nerve-wracking. I don't know uh, why. Like, leaving the country for the no, first I'm about, time. That's what I'm about to ask you. Yeah. Like, how was your level of self-security when you, when you, once you, you touched down, you was in a whole different place? I think I was a lot more confident because I was with her, and she travels by herself. She's a, a woman, a mm-hmm. young woman, a black woman, and mm-hmm. she just goes to all these other countries by herself confidently, and I'm like... Kudos to you for feeling safe and going boldly, which I think is so impressive. Um, but I went with her, so I felt okay. But there's still like that feeling of I don't know the language and I don't know where to go. Like I, I did my research, you know, looking at the train system and all of that. And we stayed in a hostel too. We never know about hostels, you know. But we really wanted like that experience and save up some money, so. Um, it was fine, but it is, it's always kind of nerve-wracking going, you, you watch Taken, you're like, is that going to be the situation? You know, am I going to get this hostel? Are we going to run into somebody and then all of a sudden I get kidnapped? You never know, but it was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, that's, like, I want to go, uh, to, because I've been, well, I wanted to go to Japan, right, uh, I was trying to plan a trip before the pandemic hit, and 
I still want to go, and I still am going to go. Mm-hmm. But that always is in the back of my mind. It's like, I don't even speak that damn language. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like, what I, like, how of a struggle would it be? But it's at the same time, like, Americans go all the time. Yeah, but I think that's also a good point for people that are traveling. Like, a lot of people do speak English in these other countries, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of disrespectful for you to assume for them to speak English. From what I've heard. So Man. Like, like, the key, you know, phrase is what? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Everybody always here not talking English. So Where? Here. You know Where? How, especially in motherfucking okay, California. So like Spanish. Spanish. I be going to the uh, uh, Korean stores and I be asking questions in English yeah. and they frown at me. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you in America. Don't frown at me. Like, I'm speaking wrong. You talk the way I talk. So they do it over here. How are you going to open up a business in America and don't speak English? Now, you can do it. That's cool. But when I pull up in your town, when I'm in Tokyo, like, what's happening, motherfuckers? <laughs> and y'all looking at me like, you know, something, 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 Japanese, whatever the fuck they language sound like, whatever. I'm going to look at you with a straight face. And I'm going to say what I said again until y'all find somebody speaking. What's cracking, motherfuckers? <laughs> What's up? I'm here in Tokyo, bitch. <laughs> Where my hotel at? And don't be Fair. pointing to, to these fucking weird-ass letters y'all got. Y'all find me some English words to read. You know, be disrespectful like they do to us. That's the true American way. <laughs> you know? And they, you know, they got all these devices nowadays, too. You can literally put it in Google Translate, and you can say, how do you say, can I get a drink in Japanese? And it'll right. pop up, and it'll say, and you'll be fine. You know? Technology. Like, you know, it's so easy to travel now and communicate. And they, they, yeah, and they, they are used to Americans being rude and... Uh, but uh, don't, you don't, you don't want to be that American. Why not? But look, I already get treated like a piece of shit being black in America, yeah. so I want the full American <laughs> treatment somewhere. I'm gonna go right to Japan. <laughs> don't more mogato, motherfucker. <laughs> but, no, but why you saying that though? I swear, I feel like Asians are ruder than, than Americans are. Though. Well, culturally, uh, to be serious for a second. Culturally, it's just different things. There's things that we think are rude that they don't, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Like there, they spit on the ground apparently a lot, mm-hmm. and that's just a thing here. That's extremely disrespectful. Or they're like in, G- in places in Japan and in China, they bumping to each other because there's so many of them. So the the idea of stopping to say excuse me, you would never not mm-hmm. be talking. It's that many people there, so they don't think about it like that. So culturally, there's different things. This rude, but. Yeah, Asians are very uh, direct people. But like, when it's that many motherfuckers, is there really time for pleasantries like that? Like, hey, how you doing? It's like, uh, th- bathroom, now. You know? It's, it's a billion other motherfuckers waiting to go. You can be like, hey, how you doing? Beautiful hair, lovely day. Uh, by the way, where's the rest of They don't have time for that shit. They're like, fucking bathroom, now. They don't even have, like, plurals in their language the way we do it at least in one of the i think it's uh mandarin or cantonese like they don't say like uh, this girl what's her name aiko tanaka she's a comedian i think that's how you say her name she's got this joke i don't want to burn her joke but they'll say like instead of like nice i'm burning her joke whatever nice leg that's what they would say there as opposed to legs so we're we're plural with it it's some stuff they don't even they don't even bother. With, it's like naturally you got two legs. There is no s in this for this word in our leg. So you know, just yeah, like black folks, we add an s there. Oh yeah, I don't know why we do that. Kelly Rollins. I don't know why people, black people put s's on people's names. It's Rollins. Yeah. Anywho, but yes, I'm I'm gonna go. And and as a guy, I fear the travel. Not really? the. I. It's because there's one story. And uh, this is the male version of Taken. Instead of us getting Taken, I heard that the women will put like uh, poison on their titties and have you suck their titties and then you pass out and they rob you. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, there's worse things that can happen, but like... <laughs> then, then being drugged and robbed? I mean, listen, that's bad. 
That's it's but only have it easy. Like okay, drugged and robbed. It's only two then, worst things that can happen. You can get raped and killed. But th- that's the that's the worst. That's the third one. to be drugged and robbed. That's yeah. in another country. Now you ain't got no money. But you, listen, you to two big ass sweaty ass dudes. Yeah. And the worst thing is, the last thing you remember is sucking some titties. So you thought you were having a good time, and now you wake up with no money. Oh, man. You now you're stuck in that country because you can't get back. But that just seems so, so, so wild. Like, I, when I heard that story, I was just like, I would never think sucking a titty would be my demise, you know? Oh, no. There's a lot of stories like that. Men gotta be careful these days. These women don't care. And it's like, listen, if you're gonna pay me for something, this is what... I've heard. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, if you're going to put yourself in that position and I rob you, your fault. I guess, but you know, I, 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 like I said, I was in Panama. I ain't get robbed, that's you know, true. but that, that's, you know, you got to carry yourself. Like, so how look, did I, you, going into it, you know, with the exchange, did you going like, into, try to... Into what? Exchanging what? Well, you, you, you said that you went there and, you know... You had a good time. So I'm just making sure, like, was there, like, testing the nipples before? No, I ain't suck nobody's nipples. What are you talking about? I said prostitution was legal. I didn't say I participated. (laughs) I was just assuming. Uh, That's right. You said the best part about it. I was like, okay, he's putting his business out there like that. The best part about it is that prostitution was legal. Therefore, the energy itself was just wonderful. Yeah, think. When we hear, now, we all, you buy a girl a drink, and six months later, y'all fuck that's still prostitution. You you invested. Now that's long term investment. It took a while to to get your RO to get your ROI right, but you still invested. That's different. But see here, we act like you know the women act like you know, fuck you and all this stuff. And guys like mm, fuck you, stink ass bitch, want buy you a drink? Okay. None of that energy exists there in Panama because it's straight up legal. It's like look, there's a price. And if you want to pay it, you can have it. And if not, we're going to have a good time. So just the hanging. Think about it. It costs $150 to get some pussy out there. Do you know how good of a time you can have for just spending $10 on a girl? You got a girlfriend in the club for the night. I was the man in there. Instead of spending my $150 to fuck one person, I spent $150 on five girls. I think I was in there like... Bishop Magic Don Juan. I was balling in that bitch. And drinks was cheap. I'll have another Ron and Coke because they don't call call it rum. They call it Ron out there. Yeah. So look, all right. So I'm. Well, it's basically it's a it's a new joke that I'm working on, right? Basically, but um, basically the concept is basically how I go with about it is I feel like women if they allow men. To be men, their life would be way more easier. Okay. If you allow men to be, if women, if women allow, allow men, men to, to be men, uh-huh. it'd be a lot more easier. It'll save you some heartbreak. Uh, oh, man. You know what? You have to elaborate. I am. Before you do, I did that joke twice. I'm glad you said it because I wrote it down and I was like, oh. I don't think this mine, but I've been working it out. Okay, so now now I know to stop doing it. It was it was something I something I wrote with you or for you, some tag I wrote for you. You know, you go through your notes, you're like, this don't make no sense. But whatever, I'm trying new jokes, and I was like, because it's something I always tell about sucking titties, right? Maybe that was a tag I was supposed to give you. Maybe maybe it was a tag. Well, I did it. It works. So let's yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep going. Good joke. Because yeah, it has been working. <laughs> but. I don't know. We're just really quick. I want to let you know the light went out. I don't know if it stopped, but just want to give you a heads up. Just oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. We in audio now. Oh, right. So. All right. Cool. Just making sure. Sorry. But, uh, but basically, the joke is like I said: if women allow men to be men, their life would be more easier and save them some heartbreak. Basically, it's like a lot of times men don't really, you know, what I'm saying don't even really like you like that. Oh, but yeah. what the problem is, is that men, you sometimes might look at you and be like, you know, and like something about you and just say, okay, for example, if I was out and I seen you out, right? Mm-hmm. And I seen you and I'm like, dang, she got some nice titties. I just want to see her titties. But I can't walk up to you and say, hey, I want to see what them nipples are. 
can't say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to. So now I have to go into a mode that I really don't want to go in just to get what I want. So now I got to go to you. Hey, what's your name? Can I take you out some time? Can we go out to eat? And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you got my number. You know, this and that. Now, the process starts. Y'all start talking on the phone. Y'all go out to eat. Doing all this. Now he's spending money. Y'all getting to know each other. So finally, you say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give him some. See, he were never really wanted to have sex with you. He just wanted to look at your nipples. So now, y'all didn't have sex. He didn't see the nipples. Got a little extra. And now... Then met your mama. You know, yeah. you know your friends. You know Mentoring your, all that just to you see You know what I'm saying? You know your Netflix password now. You know <laughs> all that type of stuff. Just to see a nipple. Now, after that, a week go by. You're like, hey, I ain't heard from him. Two weeks go by. You're like, hey, what? You call him, he don't respond back. Texts go on red. Now, you, now three weeks go by. You call your friends. Oh, this dude ain't shit. Dude niggas ain't shit. Now you drinking your wine. You sitting at home. You know, listening to Keith Sweat, crying and everything. You know, having your uh, your, your uh, vision board talking about, nope, new, new me this year. Fuck all these dudes. Uh, I'm just focused on me. All because if the Going through all this heartbreak, when all you had to do was, here you go, and keep it on moving. Show a little nipple and just keep it on moving. <laughs> and you would have been, you would have been saved from all of that. If <laughs> you could have just now, or going home. Let, let me finish. Okay. Now going back to the beginning, if he was able to be a man and just be like, hey, can I just see a nipple real quick, just to satisfy me, and I'll be, and that's it. All you gotta do is, there you go. But what is and he look? moves on. <laughs> this makes zero on. sense. He moves on with his life. <laughs> this makes zero sense. <laughs> he moves on with his life now, and you move on, and now. What's the incentive for the women? Like, why? Why does she care to show a man her nipple just because? I'll answer that for you. There you go. Uh, in 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 canon, in this logic, I'm not gonna say that this is the logic of real life. Although I do get the point. The incentive for the woman is the uh, saved time and effort. Now, in this scenario, if it were exactly the way that Brother Brandon is describing it, it would be like like this. It would be, hey, how you doing, sweetheart? Uh, one of two things are going to take place. Uh, either you're going to show me your nipple now, or I'm going to court you, woo you, exactly. you, be in lo- you be in love, and we have a good time, a couple hardships, but mainly a good time, but I'm definitely going to take about 16 months of your life. So, you want to show me your titty, or you want to go on this 16-month trip with some ups and some downs? Now, once you say that, obviously, the girl's going to be like, I'm never going to fucking date you. But, in what Brandon is saying, that dude would then go, alright, fine, and then hit his reverse watch, and then court you. And now you ain't got no choice but to go on this 16-month journey. But that's not real life. So, you know, what you going to do? You know, you just got to go for what you know. Yeah. Just if it was a perfect world. Yeah. But it's funny. Yes, I've done that joke. And now I know where it came from. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll retire that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Because it's been plenty of times in my life where I just seen girls and I'm like, she has a big bitch. Or I'll tell you, for us, it's probably a thing we as guys should just think about and just and and just remember, you know, because I've seen myself in a couple one year one night stands, and it's like <laughs> I didn't I ain't waste just her time I wasted my time too. It's like right. boy, all of this time, all of this, and it's be a lot of ups, you know, probably equal ups and downs. But you'd be like. Damn, just because she had on that pink dress? Man, fuck that pink dress. If I could go back in time, it would have, you know, it would have been a lot less tears, a lot more, and maybe a lot less experience. But, you know, and when you look back, you're always like, I'll take the time back. But, you know, that's life. Maybe we should be like, you know what? Let me go just jack off. Because this is not even worth it. This, I'm going to waste a lot of money. I don't even want to have this girl's life in my in my mind. You, know, you don't just take on a, 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 a person's, 
you know, good or bad attributes. Sometimes it's just downloaded information. Now you know about all these TV shows. Like you only got so many gigs of RAM on your brain, and you, you know, spinning them up, learning about all these girls because she had some nice pants. So maybe we should take a step back and just be like, you know what? Nah, fuck that bitch and just leave. <laughs> Wasted time. What about you? Have you ever looked back and be like, you know what? Fuck the muscles. I I, I don't. I don't I just. I'll just wet a napkin and really try hard. I don't need nobody to open up my pickle jars. Why am I dating all these strong men? <laughs> Not pickle jar. Um. Yeah, I think all of us kind of uh, have moments where, like, why did I entertain this for longer than I should have? And maybe it was all the uh, extra zhuzh at the time. You're like, oh, this is nice, but was it worth it? You know. And I think that's the thing that I, I have that issue, right? Of, um, uh, how do I say, like maybe stringing someone along and them thinking that they're going to get more out of it because for me in the moment, I'm getting what I need out of it, which is very selfish. Mm-hmm. Even though I communicate that very clearly from the beginning, I don't want a relationship. I just am looking for a good time, yada, 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 but even vice versa, like, very similar to women, they ignore all that because they're like, I'm going to be the one, and <laughs> you know? Um, and you can you can profess it and communicate it every single week. Like, just want to make sure you know, like, I'm just here to have a good time. I don't want anything. But you're enjoying, like, going to dinners, and you're enjoying, like, maybe the sex or the conversations, but you know you don't want to be with that person or you don't see that person being your boyfriend or your husband or whatever. Um, and then shit hits the fan when you're done in that situation, you're ready to move on. And they're like, but you're doing all this and what? It's like, but I told you, you know, but people don't understand it. I don't get that part. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't get it. Yeah, I do. It's just weird when people are like, but you doing it? It's like, so what would you prefer? I'd be right. less cool and then it would have yeah. been okay when I was done. Like, if we, we I, this girl told me like, you can't do boyfriend stuff with people if you don't intend on being with them. I'm like, why not? <laughs> I say this all the time. What is the middle ground? I'm very passionate when it comes to like my girlfriends and I hear this story and it goes to what you're saying. Like, I'm very passionate about it. It's like, okay, yeah, he's doing all these things, but, like, you do you want him to be a dick to you? And I think people will show you their true colors. Like, you invest in time, and if somebody wants to be with you, you can tell outside of them doing nice things to you. Does that make sense? I think people yeah. just, like, they don't yeah. want to really see things for base value, and they lie to themselves. A lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't want their time wasted, uh, I, I guess. But then... Don't take the, uh, what's the word, um, accountability, I guess, of managing their time in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if you know that this, this is very fun and it's going, but it's going to stop at some point. Now, when it's done, you're probably going to wish that you did something differently, mm-hmm. but you didn't. And you and you had the opportunity to do something different. But you didn't because you was enjoying it. You wasn't. You you, you didn't stop it. You wasn't looking for the so next. True. So you don't take accountability for the possibility of this not being, you know, what ultimately you wanted it to be. But you just closed your eyes and just went along with it anyway. Yeah. Then you get to the end of the ride, like what? The, what about? It's like we told you the whole time yeah. this ride was coming to an end. Yes. Yeah. And this not might not even be the other person. Just. The, the universe could be telling you the whole time, like, this ain't what it is. Don't just let the enjoyment, you know. I think also, too, I think when it ends, I think the part that also hurts more is knowing that the other person holds the power and you don't. If you get what I mean. Yeah. It's because it's always... If you allow them to. Yeah, it's because it's, it's usually always the person that likes the least... The other person holds the power. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Hey, what you gonna do, man? It be like that. It's two people, you know? It's in two separate situations, you know, how often it's gonna be equal. Somebody got to be taller, older, darker, (laughs) shorter, heavier. That's, you know, it happens. But 
I don't get it, man. I, I, the coldest thing I had this girl tell me, I, I, I couldn't even be mad. You know, I was like, yo, what the fuck? You said you didn't want no relationship. Why, why, why do we keep having this conversation? You said you didn't want a relationship. She said, well, I lied. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, bitch. <laughs> I can't even, I, I just got to go with you on that one. Like, ain't nobody ever been so truthful about life. Like, I lied. I lied. I changed my mind. Now I want to be with you. So what's up? I'm like, damn. I don't know what to tell you. Damn. What are you gonna? Do? And that was a white girl. <laughs> you know what I'll never understand though, too. If somebody's telling you they do not want you, why is it so hard to disconnect after that? Right? It's like this person literally is saying, like, I've enjoyed your company, but you're not my person. I don't see you that way. Why are we so dead? Like, I'm good. If somebody says that, like, all right, cool. Like, I had a good time. Like that. Goodbye. I, I just don't understand. The idea of, uh, of uh, I guess, absolute rejection is just, is harsher than trying to correct somebody's uh, mm. rejection in the moment. In other words, mm. I don't want to be with you. What, what? No, wait. Is it? Is it my shoes? I'll move my shoes. Please. I'll move my shoes. So then you go, fine. Just move your shoes. So you was rejected for a moment, but you corrected them. And so now you wasn't really rejected. It was just something you had to change. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you accept somebody and say, I don't want to be with you, now you're rejected as a complete person. And it's like, oh, I don't want to be ultimately rejected. Let me see if I can correct this rejection. If I can correct this rejection, then it won't be as harsh as accepting the rejection. Which ultimately just leads to more pain down the line. But why Why do we do anything we do? You know? And it's funny. That's a very broad thing. And, you know, you could apply that to anything. And if you did, no one would ever have conversations about anything. But sometimes it do boil down to that. Like, how is it that weight loss is still a billion-dollar industry? when we There's nobody who doesn't know how to get a six-pack. You eat less and you work out more. Yet there's trainers, there's gyms, there's pills. That we all know how every person alive know how to get in the best shape of their life. Mm-hmm. Yet there's people who make money on you know it's not it's not hard, but that's life. You know, just because we know better, uh, don't mean we do better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get rejected and you stay there. It's like you know. You know this gonna fuck you up later, and we go, yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna do it anyway. And it's yeah. like, all right, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Such is life. Boy, I just been dealing with that. But that's a whole nother story. I, look, I got to go now. I don't even want to think about that <laughs> shit. Well, uh, well, Jackie, what, what you got coming up? Um, you know, just uh, still eating some delicious food. Yeah. And uh, living life. Trying to survive. Um, hopefully the world gets back to normal. I mean, it's back to normal, but, you know, just waking up, mm-hmm. being happy. Let me ask, before we, uh, before we continue, did you see the, uh, the last episode of Insecure? I did not see the last episode of Insecure. Oh, oh my God. I know, I know we have this con- yeah. I know, I know we busy out here, but we, we gotta get you, uh... I know, I need to catch up. Catch up on something. I know, I know. Why? I know, obviously. Uh, I was just about to say, I know he, he ain't seen it, but... I, I ain't know. seen the first, second, I third. Was, I was just, you know, that was one of my favorite TV shows, you know, ever. And... I was just highly disappointed. Oh, at the episode. end? Yeah, oh, I, I was just, disappointed. I was just a little disappointed, you know. I, I just felt like they could have gave us a little bit more. Mm. But, hey, it is what it is. Issa, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, that's it. Uh, what you got going on, Mr. Taylor? What I going on next, man? You know what? Praise God, dog. Praise God, you know what I'm saying? Praise God for uh keeping your health together, your mental health together and uh and 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 just 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 have make you a strong connection with God. That's what I'm doing. And that might sound silly, but I I'm dead serious, man. It's some shit going on. Yo, we think, or some of us think, that uh this pandemic is like, you know, whatever. It's fucking the fallout to this shit is nuclear. Like, it's niggas still taking themselves out. And every day I'm realizing, like, 
man, shit is still fucked up. Or I'm finding out a new thing that's fucked up. Or finding out that that year of something that I lacked on uh, or lacked having, the uh, side effects ain't kicked in until now. So, man, I just been like, ooh, I need Jesus. So I've been listening to sermons, you know, uh, uh, going to internet church, listening to positive things in the morning, watching a lot less ratchet TV and stuff like that. So what I got going on is uh, uh, mental health, uh, some mental health cleansing, and uh, I'm going to stop going to the gym and just showering. I'm going to start working out. <laughs> and that that's what's going on. That's I'm a, good. That sounds amazing. And I'm going to start putting out more content. Uh, I've been getting uh, messages on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel of people. And, and I... It hit me differently now. People kind of like, yo, what you doing is unfair, man. The fact that you're not giving us content like this, there's people that follow you that need this. And I'm like, what? From me? Because I ain't never got a dollar from no content I put out. So to me, it's like, well, what do I give a fuck? People like, nah, man, you doing the Lord's work. You need to feed us. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this is bigger than me. Well, I, do, I did have a message for you from, from somebody, though. Uh, they probably sent it to me. People been on me like, like, bitch, nigga, where the content? I'm like, excuse I, me. I did have somebody that was highly upset that uh, I wasn't with you in Seattle. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you know that that just happened. You yeah. know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll make it. We'll make, no, make up for that. But we we really need need to start going uh, going, going out. Uh, the road together. Yeah, man. We'll make it happen. So that's what's next for me. And then we'll and, and then we'll hang up, hang out with our new friend and have some uh, exquisite octopus and uh, 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 some uh, shrimp tacos. You know, and we're gonna go to a game and we're gonna go to uh, what's it called SoFi or whatever. And we're gonna demand that they hook their cuisine up. What's his name? What, the, the, that Not you just Vinny. know? Yeah, you know, just my good old buddies, John and Vinny. And be like, yo, y'all fucking get in there yourselves. I'm gonna go there and, and get something like, hey man, I'm gonna tell John and Vinny that y'all gotta get this shit together. They really okay. do, though. They really do. Yeah, how y'all gonna have these Italian ass names mm. in this nasty ass pizza? Right, it's, it's, it's not right. Our Seven Eleven pizza better. Seven Eleven pizza is pretty good, by the way. Like I said, we have to change But uh, but for me, uh, soon I will be uh, work, uh, filming my web series uh, this spring. Get that on and popping by the summer, and um, you know more stand up, man. And uh, that's it for me. And um, thank you for Jackie for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, this has been fun. Putting up, uh, you know, with us too. You know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you. Uh, and like I said, man, this is the beginning of the new season, so more episodes will be coming on the way. Um, so yeah, just look out for it. So uh, peace out. Holla at y'all, man. Peace. Bye.